Jesus is Lord. Have you played around with the lighting system? service. Now you can put me live on air. So welcome to our Friday night service, blessed people. This is our midnight express. This is our night vigil that goes all the way into the next day. And what a mighty time in the history of the church to come to you blessed people at this very sensitive time in the history of the church and to talk to you about the glorious coming of the Messiah. The very reason Jesus came and went to the cross. He went and died on the cross. Was buried. And then resurrected on the third day. For one reason. That one day. He may purchase for all of you eternity inside heaven. He purchased it on the cross. That one day. You may get to enter the glorious eternal kingdom of Yahweh. So this is a very sensitive time in the history of the church. And before we begin tonight, I want to announce that we have a very senior guest from Europe, uh, senior archbishop in charge of Belgium, uh, Mama Mireille herself, Mireille Banza, is in the house here tonight. Hallelujah. She is in the house here tonight. Attending this service right from our studios here tonight. In our head offices here, at our head offices in Nairobi, Kenya. Where the Lord is transmitting this announcement from. And so I welcome you, my own daughter, Archbishop in charge of Belgium and some parts of France. Uh, Archbishop Mireille Banza, I welcome you in the mighty name of Jesus. And I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. I also bless uh, uh, Senior Archbishop Banza, Nathaniel Banza. In charge of the Netherlands. Netherlands. And the whole of Amsterdam. Na Amsterdam yote. Very powerful zealous workers in the field. I remember you are the ones that had such a big burden for Europe. Began going from church to church telling them about this 
major announcement that's going on. Mkaanza kwenda kutoka kanisa moja hadi jingine mkaanza kuambia kuhusiana na tangazo hili kuu kabisa ambalo linaendelea. About the glorious coming of the Messiah. Kuhusiana na kuja kwa utukufu kwa Mesia. So welcome to the house of the Lord. Kwa hivyo karibu katika nyumba ya Bwana. My own daughter, own daughter. Binti wangu mwenyewe kabisa. Working very hard. Akifanya kazi kwa nguvu kabisa. And they have a very powerful testimony when, which the Lord showed me. Wana wana ushuhuda wa nguvu kabisa ambao Bwana alinionyesha. When somebody died wakati mtu alipokufa and resurrected na akafufuka and the lord showed me here naye bwana kanionyesha hapa i even hata. announced it before you came hata nilitangaza kabla uje and then yesterday the lord showed me how she was die she was dead and she could not come back people were trying to pull her back halafu bwana hapo jana akanionyesha jinsi ambavyo katika ndoto jinsi ambavyo mtu huyo alikuwa amekufa na watu walikuwa wanajaribu kumfufua na kumrudisha so we are going to look for the ambulance that declared her dead to, to give us the certificate not certification because she resurrected but the, the writings the writings they wrote when she died tunaenda kutafuta ile ambulance the dutch ambulance that responded ile ambulance ya kidacha ambayo ilitikia ilikuja and stopped na kusimama they could not even rush again hata hawangeweza kwenda tena and they declared that she has died na wakatangaza ya kwamba amekufa and they have tried and failed na walikomejaribu na kushindwa kabisa but what an awesome time in the history of the church lakini ni wakati mkuu namna gani katika historia ya kanisa that at this time ya kwamba kwa wakati huu the lord has chosen to announce the coming of the messiah bwana amechagua kutangaza This is such a glorious time in the history of the church. Because it is at this time that the Lord is also talking about preparation, preparing ambapo Bwana pia anazungumza kuhusu maandalizi kujiandaa how the church ought to prepare jinsi ambavyo kanisa lapaswa kujiandaa for the glorious coming of the messiah kwa ajili ya kuja kwa utukufu kwa masia and that's why it serves us with the great honor to come to you across the continents of the earth na ndio sababu yatupatia heshima kubwa kabisa kuja kwenu kote kote kwenye mabara yote duniani all over from new zealand to australia kote kote kutoka new zealand hadi australia the entire of asia asia yote nzima kuala lumpur kuala lumpur malaysia malaysia singapore singapore indonesia indonesia jakarta jakarta medina medina medan medan uh, jakarta medan jakarta medan surabaya Surabaya all the cities and the islands of Indonesia Miji yote pamoja na visiwa vya Indonesia and all over Asia South Korea na kote kote Asia Korea North Korea North Korea Uchina and South Korea na Korea Kusini all over Asia kote kote Asia and then China halafu Uchina Europe Europa Africa Africa Latin America Marekani ya Latino North America Marekani ya Kaskazini All the cities of the US tuned in Miji yote ya Marekani ambayo wanasikiliza The Windy City Chicago Windy City Chicago Seattle Washington Seattle Washington All the whole of Maryland Maryland yote nzima down all the way through Fairfax all the way into New York City Kote kote hadi kule New York City Louisiana Louisiana All in Pennsylvania all the places where the church is our, our footprint is Pe- our churches are located and those who are just tuned in Pe- who have just been told to tune in 
those who have just tuned in from all over the world welcome to the mega service of the Lord at this place is the announcement of the glorious coming of the Messiah and that's why tonight is going to be very big and so the message that we have been running on has been anchored on the vision of July 29th the year 2009 when I was traveling to Venezuela for a big national revival there that had been arranged in several stadiums Caracas El Tigre Maturin Valencia San Felix Puerto Daz and many many cities so on that way I made a stopover in Johannesburg South Africa because we were using South African Airways to cross the Atlantic Ocean the, as our tra transatlantic flight road again so we, we were using the South African Airways uh, for our transatlantic flight. All the way to Sao Paulo and then connect to Caracas. And then when we stopped over, it was a long layover there. And then I became very tired. And then I decided to use my bag and sleep on the floor. Use my bag as a pillow. In the daytime. And if you know Oliver Tambo, it's a lot of announcement going on 24-7. And so it's very busy. You wouldn't think someone is going to fall asleep here. So the Lord stole me. It's the Lord that made me tired so I could fall asleep there. And then the Lord lifted me up into heaven. And I don't know whether in the body or in the spirit. Because as far as I'm concerned, the body was lying there. With the pillow, the, the, uh, the, uh, the suitcase, the case, the, the bag as a pillow. And I pushed my hand in the handle. That nobody may take it away when I'm asleep. And so because I had my Bible in there. And so while there in the center of the airport in Johannesburg, South Africa. Oliver Tambo International. The Lord has told me I've fallen asleep. Then all of a sudden I found myself inside heaven. And standing before the throne of God. And as I stood there, then I saw the glorious Lamb of God break 
the fourth seal on the holy scroll of Yahweh. Alafu nikamwona mwanakondoo wa utukufu wa Mungu akivunja lakiri enne kwenye gombo takatifu la Yahweh. The mighty scroll of God. Gombo kuu kabisa la Mungu. That runs the prophetic timeline of God on the earth. Ambayo inaendeleza majira ya kiunabii ya Mungu duniani. Towards the end. Kuelekea mwisho. The end of the age. Mwisho wa nyakati. When there will be final a marriage between the new heaven and new earth wakati ambapo hatimaye kutakuepo na ndoa kati ya mbingu mpya na dunia mpya the marriage of the lamb ndoa ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu that is the meaning of the marriage of the lamb hiyo ndio maana ya harusi ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu when finally there will be a new heaven and a new earth and no sin na wakati ambapo hatimaye kutakuepo na mbingu mpya na dunia mpya na hakuna dhambi the eternal state hali ya milele and so na kwa hivyo that scroll gombo hilo that determines the prophetic timeline of god ambayo ndio inaelezea majira ya kiunabii ya mungu so while i was there inside heaven kwa hivyo wakati nilikuwa pale ndani ya mbingu and the lamb has broken the fourth seal naye mwanakondoo ameivunja lakiri ya nne remember i have seen also the breaking of the first three seals kumbuka ya kwamba nimeona pia kule kuvunjwa kwa lakiri za kwanza tatu and i have announced I, I every time on every occasion i announced it globally na kila on our radio here na kila wakati katika kila tukio nimeitangaza kote kote duniani kwenye radio yetu hapa and also as we travel the nations na pia wakati ambapo tunasafiri kwenye mataifa but on this particular occasion lakini katika wakati huu hasa kabisa lamb of god wakati mwanakondoo wa mungu when he broke the fourth seal on the holy scroll of god wakati, the dreadful scroll of god wakati ambapo alivunja lakiri ya nne ya gombo takatifu sana la mungu gombo la kutisha sana la mungu then the tremendous glory that covered the throne position where he that sits on the throne was sitting and the lamb was sitting halafu utukufu mkuu kabisa ambao ulifunika enzi yote nzima mahali ambapo yeye aketie kwenye enzi alikuwa amekaa pamoja na mwanakondoo alikuwa amekaa pale and remember that recently i divulged for you a little bit Nakumbuka kwamba hivi majuzi niliwaelezea kidogo zaidi that when standing before the throne of god ya kwamba wakati unasimama mbele ya enzi ya Mungu the glory so immense comes almost up to here utukufu ni mkuu mkuu kabisa unafika hadi hapa white cloud the glory of the lord covers the whole place kama mawingu meupe meupe kabisa kabisa so you are essentially standing inside the glory hivyo basi kimsingi unasimama ndani ya utukufu only recently i divulged that ni hivi majuzi tu wakati ambapo niliwaelezea hiyo and so kwa hivyo after he broke the fourth seal baada ya alipovunja lakiri ya nne on the holy scroll of yahweh kwenye gombo takatifu la yahweh then the lord released the fourth living creature to come and speak with me halafu bwana akamwachilia yule kiumbe wanne mwenye uhai kuja kuzungumza pamoja nami and he came all the way and came to speak with me na akaja kotekote kwangu na akaja kuzungumza pamoja nami and after speaking with me na wakati alipokuwa anazungumza pamoja nami then he went back towards the glory halafu akarudi tena kuelekea kwa like glory that covered the throne ule utukufu kama mlima ambao ulikuwa umefunika enzi and then he called the rider of the fourth horse of the apocalypse halafu akamuita mpanda farasi wa farasi wa nne wa nyakati za kiunabii and he came fully charged halafu akaja akiwa na motisha sana charged akiwa na moto kweli kweli akija kwa kasi sana na moto kweli kweli i thought he was going to pass nilifikiria kwamba alikuwa anaenda kupita probably i thought he would not stop pengine nilifikiria kwamba hatasimama until i lifted up my left prophetic hand like this before the throne of god and stopped him hadi nikainua mkono wangu wa kushoto namna wa kiunabii namna hii mbele ya enzi ya Mungu na nikamsimamisha only the lord could have caused me to do that ni bwana tu peke yake angenisababisha kufanya hivyo to lift up my left 
prophetic hand like this and stop him. And this particular horseman when he arrives when whenever the Lord sends him to me he he, he goes the horse lies down compared to the other three. Na kila wakati huyu mpana farasi huyu farasi wakati alitumwa. Wakati alipotumwa wakati Mungu alitumwa kukuja kwangu kila wakati yeye hulala chini. Wakati alitumwa tafadhali kwa jina la mfalme Yesu. Wakati huyu farasi alitumwa kuja kwangu yeye hulala chini akalala. Okay okay. Thank you very much. So so thank you. Wakati ambapo alitumwa kuja kwangu halafu akalala chini So right at the throne of God I know the Swahili normally when we read this type when the vision is critical she becomes a big issue So right at the throne of God this is very dreadful be very careful just translate this right So he he went down he lay down Alilala chini katika enzi ya Mungu alilala chini horse of the apocalypse And the horseman is riding him is seated on him That's why I could now see the turban that is wearing And how the, the turban on the four face here the it the, the woven such that they are crisscrossing up and down one goes up one goes down it's woven to tie and hold it from the four face na jinsi ambavyo hicho kilemba hapa juu katika paji la uso imefumwa kabisa kabisa ili kwamba kushikilia kabisa katika uso and then i saw the wings of the fourth horse of the apocalypse halafu nikaona mabao ya huyu farasi wane wa nyakati za kiunabii these are not your ordinary horses hawa si farasi wenu tu wa kawaida these are spiritual horses of god hawa ni farasi they are coming to do battle on the earth hawa ni farasi wa kiroho wa mungu wanakuja kufanya vita duniani that's why he's releasing them from his throne na ndio sababu anawaachilia kutoka kwa enzi yake the transcendence of god wa mungu the mystery of our god maajabu ya mungu wetu and so while he was there. And then the Lord allows me to touch his face, the face of the horse. That's how I knew that his face is parched. Na you know, I've gone all over the world saying his face is parched. And so, as I, I touched his face, in the four face of the horse. Hivyo basi nilipoguza uso wake katika sehemu ya mbele ya farasi huyo I saw that he has a rugged face patched patched hape face as though torn 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 Niliona ya kwamba ana uso ulioharibika haribika And I touched his foreface Na nikaguza uso wake wa mbele The portions of the foreface that looks like whitish but I touched the foreface and I saw that it's patched Na kuna sehemu za uso wake wa mbele ambayo inaonekana weupe namna hii lakini niliona ya kwamba imeharibika Then after that Halafu baada ya hiyo Then they and they went all over the earth but it's amazing because from heaven we could see we could see them running all over the earth the first country they went to was Egypt and I see a roof with a cross so they also entered the church in Egypt I even see somebody in, in there with a white shirt then, then I saw the pews also of the church. Okay, whatever. So now, and then after that, they went he he, he rode to Greece. And then he went all over the world. But immediately I finished looking at that horseman running across the earth from heaven. 
from heaven looking at that horseman lakini punde tu nilipomaliza kumtazama huyo farasi akikimbia kote kote duniani kutoka juu mbinguni the horseman is bana farasi in swahili right the horseman thank you immediately i finished looking at that horseman running around the earth punde tu nilipomaliza kumwangalia huyo mpana farasi akikimbia kote kote duniani bringing death to the earth akileta mauti kwa dunia the death you see on the coronavirus that's where that prophecy came from vifo ambavyo mnaona kutokana na virusi vya corona hilo ndilo unabii huo ulitoka pale so immediately i finished looking at him and seeing how he was running from heaven seeing how he was running all over the earth hivyo punde tu nilipomaliza kumtazama na kumuona jinsi ambavyo anakimbia kote kote duniani kutoka mbinguni and the lord brought me to the second part of this vision. Halafu Bwana akanileta kwa sehemu ya pili ya maono haya. And in the second part I looked right in front of me like this. Na katika sehemu ya pili nikaangalia mbele yangu namna hii. And then I saw the church for the first time I saw the church when she has finally entered heaven. Halafu kwa mara ya kwanza kabisa nikaona kanisa wakati ambapo hatimaye ameingia mbinguni. The Lord has spoken with me about the coming of the Messiah to take the holy church. Bwana amezungumza pamoja nami kuhusiana na kuja kwa Masiha kulichukua kanisa takatifu. And I've seen the church taken from the earth. Na nimeliona kanisa likichukuliwa kutoka kwa dunia. Including the vision of January 15th 2017 January When I saw the church lifted up and the glorious stars appeared in the sky and she entered the big cloud Wakati ambapo nilipoona kanisa likiwa limeinuliwa juu halafu ngazi za utukufu zikakuja halafu wingu kuli kaja akaingia ndani ya hilo wingu So I have seen the Lord take the church on the several occasions He has spoken with me about the coming of the Messiah. Hivyo basi nimemwona Bwana akilichukua kanisa katika matukio kadha wa kadha amenionyesha kuhusiana na kwa never seen the church inside the kingdom of glory. Lakini kamwe kabisa sikuwahi kuwa nimeliona kanisa ndani ya ufalme wa utukufu. So this July 29th 2009 was my first time to finally see her inside heaven. Kwa hivyo hii tarehe 29 Julai mwaka 2019 ilikuwa mara yangu ya kwanza kabisa kuliona kanisa hatimaye ndani ya mbingu. And so it was amazing. The second part of the vision after the pale horseman has been released. Now looking like this and then seeing the church finally inside glory. It was such an amazing moment of revelation of the sons of God inside heaven. Nikiangalia namna hii halafu hatimaye kuona kanisa ndani ya ufalme wa utukufu ilikuwa ya ajabu kabisa kabisa kuona hatimaye wana wa Mungu ndani ya utukufu ndani ya mbingu. It was a moment of the revelation of the elect of God inside heaven. Ilikuwa wakati wa ufunuo wa wana wa Mungu ndani ya mbingu. And so when I saw them there. Na kwa hivyo wakati nilipoona pale. The message he gave me to bring back to you. Ujumbe aliyenipatia ili kwamba niwaletee. Is that number one they were worshiping before the throne of Yahweh. It was the most perfect, the ultimate most excellent worship ever since creation. Ilikuwa ibada ambayo ni kamilifu kabisa ibada ya kilele kabisa ibada ya kupendeza kabisa kabisa tangia uumbaji. It was such a beautiful worship. Ilikuwa ibada ya kupendeza sana. And I he drew my attention to their to their garments, their gown. Na alivuta umakinifu wangu kwa mavazi yao. And their garments. Na mavazi yao were super glorious white garments. Yalikuwa mavazi ambayo ni ya utukufu sana kabisa meupe. Finest linen. Kitani safi 
bright and clean. And so they were worshipping with their hands lifted right before the Lord, before the throne of Yahweh, before the Lord and before the Lamb of God. And so as they worshipped, they worshipped in unbelievable unison. Totally together. And so you could see all of them going together in one direction together with their hands like that. It was the most beautiful beautiful melodies of worship I have ever heard. And one time earlier, the Lord by voice said, let me have you listen to the worship, the sweet worship in heaven. And I remember in that dream, I listened to the most beautiful, it is the same worship what was going on here. The most beautiful, I cried, I wept. And so, they were worshipping in that type of worship, that ultimate worship. And in unison, together as one unit. Going together on one side like this. And then when they turned like this to this side, their garments, because of the turning, their garments began to radiate, they radiated glory, glory like flashes of lightning or flashes of camera you know cameras many like thousands of flashes of camera on one flashing from one's garment camera flash like that but but they were flashing that type of glory their garments were emitting that type of radiance of the glory of god Thousands of camera flashes coming from one person's garment. So it was blinding. I couldn't really face it with my eyes. The glory that their super glorious garments emitted. And so, and then after that, then I woke up and found I was on the floor of Oliver Tambo International. In Joburg, South Africa. And so now, the message that we're having today is anchored on this second part of this vision. Where now I have seen the church, the prophecy of the church inside glory, worshipping Yahweh. The prophecy of the church now inside glory. Whereby now I have seen the church worshipping before the throne of God. The prophecy of the entry of the church inside heaven. That is where we have anchored 
this message tonight. And so we saw blessed people. We saw this past Wednesday. That the Lord led me to address them a very sensitive issue in the church. This very sensitive issue going on in the church. The issue of perpetual sin that you see in the church of Christ today. The Lord led me to address that. And we saw very clearly that right now if you look at the condition of the church of Christ she's not yet ready. If you look at her garment her integrity if you look at her positioning in society you realize that the church of Christ of this day is not yet ready for entry into the kingdom of glory. The announcement is raging on but she is not yet ready. And the Lord has spoken severally to awaken the church on the urgent need to be righteous and holy, to repent. And that's why on Wednesday we began to look at this sensitive issue, very sensitive about sin in the church. And we asked, why is there sin in the church? And I asked, does it mean that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ for which he paid such an ultimate price with his own life does it mean that that grace does not have enough power to deliver mankind from sin totally that they may walk in absolute holiness. That they may live a lifestyle of rejecting sin. And we asked, does it mean that the church cannot be totally delivered from sin? And we saw that without holiness nobody will see the kingdom of God. For without holiness nobody will see the Lord. That is what we saw. And I want to give a review, a little preview of what we saw for those who have just joined us tonight. Before we can advance this conversation. And we saw very clearly that at creation when the Lord created 
the heavens and the earth. Wakati Bwana alipoumba mbingu na dunia in the book of Genesis. Katika kitabu cha mwanzo. We saw that right away there came a fall. Tuliona kwamba moja kwa moja kukaja mwanguko. When Adam and Eve fell to sin. Wakati ambapo Adamu na Hawa walipoanguka kwa dhambi. And we saw that God in his intent and his purposes for creation. Na tuliona kwamba Mungu katika makusudi na mipango yake ya uumbaji. He intended. Alikusudia that man should have no knowledge about evil ya kwamba mwanadamu asije akajua kabisa kuhusiana na uovu and that's why he told him na ndio sababu akamwambia eat from all the trees in the garden ya kwamba kula kutoka kwa miti zote za bustanini but as for the tree at the center of the knowledge of good and evil Laki, don't touch lakini kwa mti ulio katikati wa kujua mema na mabaya usiuguze don't try usijaribu why kwa nini Because he never intended that man should get to know about evil. Kwa sababu hakuwahi kusudia kwamba mwanadamu apate kujua maovu. And then we saw. Halafu tukaona that Adam and Eve disobeyed God their creator Yahweh our father. Ya kwamba Adamu na Hawa walikosa kumtii Mungu muumbaji wao Yahweh muumbaji wetu baba yetu. And they touched the fruit from that tree and they ate it courtesy of the lie of the devil na wakaguza tunda la mti huo na wakakula kuzingatia tu uongo wa adui shetani and we have seen na tumeona that ever since that fall ya kwamba tangia mwanguko huo then genesis 3:24 hapo basi mwanzo sura 3:24 came into reign ikaja kuwepo ikaja kutawala where now he placed the two cherubim with a flaming sword to guard the way that accesses god the way to the tree of life ambapo sasa aliweka makerubi wawili na upanga unaowaka moto ili kwamba kuilinda njia inayomwelekea mungu inayoenda kwa mti wa uzima an active sword upanga unaotenda kazi it's not idle it's not dormant it's active sio upanga ambao umezembea ambao haufanyi kazi unafanya kazi flaming and flashing back and forth unawaka moto na kumulika huku na huko and that sword is the symbolism of the judgment of god that is against sin na upanga huo ni ishara ya hukumu ya Mungu ambayo iko dhidi ya dhambi. And we saw. Na tuliona. That ever since then. Ya kwamba tangia wakati huo. Then throughout from Genesis 3 throughout. Hivyo basi kote kote kuanzia kitabu cha Mwanzo sura ya 3. The life of man on the earth has been characterized with rebellion, 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 rebellion and rebellion. Maisha ya mwanadamu hapa duniani imekuwa ikielezewa tu na uasi, uasi, uasi na uasi. All the way up to chapter 11 kote, of the book of Genesis. Kote kote hadi kwenye sura ya 11 kitabu cha mwanzo. And we saw very clearly. Na tuliona kwa wazi kabisa. That at chapter 12 God meets a man called Abraham, Abraham who becomes Abraham. Ya kwamba katika sura ya 12 Mungu anakutana na mtu ambaye ni Abrahamu, Abrahamu ambaye anafanyika kwa Abrahamu. And it's amazing when you look at the painting, the picture that chapter 12 presents. Na yashangaza kabisa ukiangalia ile taswira ambayo sura ya 12 inaonyesha. You see? Unaona? That the entire heaven. Ya kwamba mbingu yote mzima. And God Almighty. Naye Mungu mkuu mwenyezi. It takes the entire of his agenda and his purposes for creation. Anachukua ajenda yake yote na makusudi yake yote ya uumbaji. His redemptive mission. 
Misheni yake ya ukombozi. When he decided that he must now redeem fallen man. Wakati alipoamua kwamba sasa ni lazima amkombee mwanadamu aliyeanguka. Mbingu yote mzima. God Yahweh, the mighty God of Israel. Mungu Yahweh, Mungu mkuu wa Israeli. He takes all his plans. Anachukua mipango zake zote and places invests in one human being called Abraham. Na kuwekeza ndani ya mwanadamu mmoja aitwaye Abrahamu. And so even as he walks around. Na kwa hivyo hata wakati anapotembea tembea. He becomes the hope now for heaven. Anafanyika tumaini sasa la mbinguni. One man. Mtu mmoja has now carried the entire of God's agenda walking on the earth. Sasa amebeba agenda yote ya Mungu akitembea duniani. Abraham. Abrahamu. When we come to chapter 12. Wakati unapokuja kwa sura ya 12. And moving on now it becomes the life of Abraham and his son Isaac. Na ukisonga mbele sasa kuendelea sasa inakuwa maisha ya Abraham na mwanawe Isaac. Essentially Kimsingi. from chapter 12 is about Abraham and his family. Kuanzia sura ya 12 inahusu Abrahamu pamoja na familia yake. And so now Isaac. Na kwa hivyo sasa Isaki. Then that covenant is transferred from Isaac again to Jacob. Halafu agano hilo sasa linapeana kwa kutoka kwa Isaki hadi kwa Yakobo. And when the Lord finds Jacob. Na wakati Bwana anapompata Yakobo, then now he shows him the dream of the ladder of God, Lord touching the earth and touch, touching heaven. Hapo basi anamuonyesha ndoto ya ngazi ya Mungu ikiguza mbingu na kuguza dunia. Touching the earth. Ikiguza dunia and touching heaven. Na kuguza mbingu. Finally connecting heaven and earth. Hatimaye kiunganisha mbingu na dunia. And, be, and communication between heaven and earth. Na mawasiliano kati ya mbingu na dunia. A lot of angels going up and down. Malaika wengi kabisa wakipanda na kushuka. At the top of the ladder is the Lord himself. Juu ya ngazi hiyo ni Bwana mwenyewe. Standing there. Akiwa amesimama pale. When he finds Jacob. Wakati anapompata Yakobo. And from Jacob. Na kutoka kwa Yakobo. When he now finds Judah. Wakati anapompata sasa Yuda. Then now the blessing that he had spoken to man at Genesis 1:2. Hapo basi zile baraka ambazo alikuwa amenena kwa mwanadamu kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya kwanza mbili. Now the Lord finding Judah. Hapo basi Bwana akimpata Yuda. Then Judah now carries. Hapo basi he carries that hope to restore that blessing that was lost. Basi sasa Yuda analibeba lile tumaini la kurejesha hilo baraka ambayo ilikuwa imepotezwa. And that's why now you see the lion of the tribe of Judah coming forth. Ndio sababu sasa mnaona simba wa kabila la Yuda akija akijitokeza. So we saw that at the fall that was the situation. Hivyo basi tuliona ya kwamba katika wakati wa mwanguko hiyo ndio ilikuwa hali. Until the lion of the tribe of Judah came and died on the cross. Hadi simba wa kabila la Yuda akaja akapa msalabani. And recently last year the Lord spoke with me about the kingdom of Judah on the earth here in Israel. Na hivi majuzi tu mwaka uliopita Bwana alizungumza pamoja nami kuhusiana na ufalme wa Yuda hapa duniani Israeli. And I gave that prophecy. Nami nikapeana unabii huo. And this year it was fulfilled. Na mwaka huu ikatimilizwa. When I said there is soon going to be a big discovery wakati of ambapo, the kingdom of Judah. Wakati ambapo nilisema kwamba hivi karibuni kunaenda kuwepo na uvumbuzi mkubwa kabisa wa ufalme wa Yuda. And I gave that prophecy last year 2019. Na nikapeana unabii huo mwaka uliopita mwaka 2000 and God the Father himself. Naye Mungu Baba mwenyewe. 
took me there and he dug with his hands. Akanipeleka pale na akachimba na mikono zake. He dug with his hands. Akachimba na mikono zake. And when he dug with his hands. Na wakati alipochimba na mikono zake. Please can you put the camera back on me? Thank you. So when he dug with his hands. Wakati alipochimba na mikono zake. Then he showed me hivyo, what they are soon going to discover. Halafu akanionyesha kile ambacho hivi karibuni wanaenda kuvumbua. And he told me you can now go announce it then they will discover it. Halafu akaniambia kwamba sasa unaweza kwenda uitangaze halafu wataivumbua. And this year it was discovered. The government building. The headquarters of the kingdom of Judah. Within Jerusalem. And so that is very significant. In the path on the way to the coming of the Messiah. But now after the lion of the tribe of Judah has died on the cross ba- and resurrected Baada ya simba wa kabila la Yuda kufa msalabani na kufufuka and redeemed for a people unto our God Na kuokomboa watu kwa ajili ya Mungu wetu purchased for our God a holy people Akamnunulia Mungu wetu watu watakatifu The church Kanisa Then now Basi sasa When you look at the condition of the church Ukiangalia hali ya kanisa What do you see? Je, unaona nini? The grace that he paid for in such a horrendous manner. Neema ambayo alilipia kwa njia kali kabisa kutisha namna hiyo. That he may purchase mankind and liberate them from sin back to the Lord. Ili kwamba akapate kumnunua mwanadamu na kuokomboa kutoka kwa dhambi na kuwarejesha kwa Mungu. When you look at the church, that is the question we are addressing from Wednesday. Hili ukiangalia kanisa hilo ndilo swali ambalo tulikuwa tunaangazia kuanzia siku ya Jumatano. Why is the church in perpetual sin? Je, mbona kanisa liko katika dhambi ya mara kwa mara? Do you mean to tell me? Je, unamaanisha kuniambia that the grace of Jesus ya kwamba neema ya Yesu is not sufficient. Haitoshi. To totally deliver man from sin Kika, into righteousness. Kikamilifu kabisa kumkomboa mwanadamu kutoka kwa dhambi hadi kuingiza kwa uhaki. That is the question we are addressing. Hilo ndilo swali ambalo tulikuwa tunakabiliana nalo. From Wednesday. In this preview tonight. Before we start the message of the night. I said. That if it can be true. That the grace cannot deliver somebody totally from sin. Then that grace is empty. Basi neema hiyo ni tupu. And then I took you on an expedition in the Bible. Halafu nikawapeleka kwenye safari katika Biblia. And proved to you. Na nikawadhibitishia. That the grace that our Lord Jesus delivered to the church. Ya kwamba neema ambayo Bwana wetu Yesu alipeana kwa kanisa has more than enough power to deliver everybody totally from sin and be holy child of God. Inayo nguvu zaidi ya kutosha kumkomboa mtu kutoka kwa dhambi kikamilifu na kumfanya